Let us love. Love is patient. Love is kind. One another. It does not Let us love one another. It is not self-seeking. Let us love one another. This day. Hey everyone, this is your friend Michael. I hope that you're doing well, and I trust and believe that the next few minutes of your life will be well spent as you continue your ultimate quest in life, which is to love God, to love people. Uh, the Brand New Day podcast is for that. Thank you for the discipline. I, I hope you enjoy, but more, more importantly, I hope that you see listening to this podcast as a discipline almost like a, uh, a spiritual discipline as you keep fastening yourself, buttressing yourself to encouragement to help you be the hero that God intends for you to be. And Lord, we pray that you would bless each of us as we uh, process all that's being said today on this very important topic of what it means to be full of your spirit, to bear fruit that lasts, and that includes the fruit of the spirit and specifically the fruit of love. So lead me and give everyone listening ears to hear what you might have to say today. In Jesus' name, amen. So let me start by telling you a story. There was this uh, leader. He was so awesome. He had a huge church, and he spoke so amazing. He had written all these books, and I just so looked up to him, and he was just such a huge influence. And he came to my school where I was attending, and he spoke, and it was just this awesome time. And when he got done, I just waited and waited to talk to him. And finally, the students were there, and then he was leaving. And I, I went up to him, and I talked to him, and I was, like, looking up to him, you know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, hi, it's, like, just so great to meet you, da-da-da. And when I met him, um, he had a few words. He was in a hurry kind of thing, and he left. And when he was gone, I just felt, like, so deflated. And I was like, oh, what what was that all about? Why did I feel so like small and so deflated? And like he didn't want to give me the time of day. And I thought he was this really great, awesome guy. And and it literally took me years to process uh, what was missing. And then I realized, well, you know, it wasn't that he was busy. It wasn't that maybe, oh, I felt, wow, he does he seems kind of prideful and all this. What was missing was there was no sense whatsoever of love. and uh, But it really struck me how someone who could be such a great leader on stage uh, could just in a flash turn and be so cold and dismissive. And um, it was a good thing that happened to me that day because it helped me realize how important it is to always love people. I want to talk about that. All of us want to be filled with the Spirit, because, and, and uh, as it says in John 15, we all want to live lives that matter, and in order to live lives that matter, John 15 tells us we have to abide in Christ, then we can bear fruit. Then we can bear fruit that lasts, and then our joy will be complete, then we'll prove ourselves to be true disciples of Jesus. And so, uh, let, me, let me start by talking about, once again, it's not the first time, but I want to talk about love, and I want to give you three key points 
the first point is kind of from the story already. Is that if you know if you as taken from First Corinthians, and I'm paraphrasing, but the outline. But if you're a great speaker, <laughs> I mean, you could speak as great as an angel, but you don't have love, you're nothing. Just like a resounding gong or like a blah, 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 clanging cymbal. And then, and then it goes on and it says, if I have the gift of prophecy or I can fathom all mysteries, I know everything and I can teach, um, great. But if, and if, even if I have faith that can like move mountains and I believe, but I do not have love, I am nothing. I could even give all my money away to the poor and I could... I could go through all sorts of suffering, so to speak, for for God, but without love, nothing. So that's the first point to remember. Without love, we're nothing. Number two, it's our greatest mission. The greatest mission in our lives, as I said a minute ago, love God and love people, and Jesus taught us that. Uh, The greatest commandment is to love God, and the second is to love others. Love others who are Christians, love others who are non-Christians, love everything that's called human. That's what Jesus is telling us. Love all people, um, as Jesus himself loves the whole world. And then the third point is that love is a fruit of the Spirit. It's not something that you can tape onto your tree. Some people say, oh, and maybe even as you hear these podcasts about the fruit of the Spirit, you might be tempted to say, well, I'm just going to go get some some love and like duct tape it onto my tree. It doesn't work. It has to come out from the tree that's connected to the roots, and that's why Jesus gave us John 15. So remember, number one point, without it, you're nothing. Number two, it's your greatest life mission to love God and people. And number three, it really is the work of the Spirit. So the question is, how do we appropriate? How can we, how can we execute? How can we kind of, uh, you know, help these fruits to come out? How can we cooperate with God? God, I want to cooperate with you and your spirits working in my heart. So I want to give you a couple. There's obviously we could talk all day, but I just want to give you a couple of favorite tips real quick about how to love people. The first one is to treasure people. Some people say, well, I can love you and not like you. No, no. Like, um, we have to give people our emotions as well. We you say, well, I don't like this person. Well, guess what? They're created in the image of God. I don't care who they are. They have things in them that are beautiful. And it's our job to be able to find that good and to celebrate that and also have compassion for them for the things that are messed up. But, you know, the Bible says, one of my favorite verses, it says, he who seeks good finds goodwill but evil comes to him who searches for it. So let's be the people that can look at any person. My dad has a guy, he has a friend, and uh, this guy, he, sometimes he tells jokes that aren't like, you know, perfectly clean. And and of course you could say, well, yeah, is it wrong? But like, he's a he's a great guy. I just, I really treasure him. And I believe that's the heart of crisis. I love this guy. And 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 my emotion is with him, not just like this condemnation or I can't believe you said something like that. And and so let's learn to treasure people where they're at, not just where they should be all the time. And let's make sure that we see and love them the way Jesus does. So that's my first tip is to treasure people. Uh, another tip is related to a story and that's the story of my son, Stephen. When Stephen was, uh, I don't know, 16 years old, he was kind of like prodigal-y and definitely struggling. And, 
and he had a lot of stuff bottled inside. And I remember he went over to talk to my sister, and he came home, and he started talking to me and my wife Rachel about it. And when he was talking, he started like weeping, like like hardcore crying. And he wasn't really a crier. He started weeping and crying. He was a hardened prodigal-like kid, and he just started crying. And what he was crying about was he said, I went and I talked to Aunt Laura and I felt like I was, and this is when he started crying, like I was talking to Jesus. And she just listened to me. She just listened and sat there and she didn't push me and she just listened. And I have learned from that moment on that to listen is to love. And so let's make sure that we don't always feel like we have to respond or counsel or push people or give them um, some advice. Sometimes, many times, it's powerful just for people to feel known and understood. Jesus does that for us, and we should do that for others. So number one, treasure people. Number two, listen to people. And then the last tip for the day is to learn to encourage. Hebrews tells us, as long as it's called today to encourage each other so that we might not become hardened in our hearts. And and so it also says, how good is a timely word? And in addition, uh, faithful are the words or the wounds of a friend. And uh, wounds can come in the form of words when you tell someone in just the right time and just the right way, hey friend, I think that you need to take a look at blank. So let's treasure people, let's listen to people, and let's encourage one another constantly. These are, these are examples of, of, of the fruit of the Spirit that can come alive. We can be on the hunt for God's promptings and, and take action in listening to people and encouraging people, treasuring people. Um, so the action for the week is find somebody to love, find people to love, Christians, non-Christians, uh, You name it, just love people. Now, before we close, I'm going to close with a song. I believe I've used this song before in the podcast, but I'm going to tell you a little bit more about the story. This song is called Let Us Love One Another, and it was recorded by people around the world. There's Egyptians singing on it, and there's people from Botswana singing on it, people from Ghana on it, there's people from the United States. But the most moving part of this recording comes at the end Um, You've heard me talk about my friend Frank. He's really like a spiritual father to me, certainly a mentor. He passed away. He's with the Lord. He's doing just great. Um, But when he was really, really ill, we still wanted him to read 1 Corinthians 13, this passage on love. And... He, but he was in the hospital. I said, I don't care. He said, what are we going to do? I said, bring the recording equipment over to the hospital, to his hospital bed. Well, he can't really see, and he, he he's really out of it. That's okay. Give him, well, give him line by line. And so that recording, when you get to the end, just remember and know that that was recorded by a man that loves God so much. He loves the passage, but he was so ill. His mind was kind of fading, and and our team fed him the words, love is patient. Love is patient. Love is kind. And then we assembled it in the studio. And I know today that if my dear friend and mentor Frank was here, he would say, Michael, this is the right podcast to do. You can never go wrong by encouraging other people of God to the greatest of these. The greatest of these is love. 
So be blessed and remember, let us love one another, certainly the people of God and even the people that don't know him yet. God bless you and may you have a week of truly, humbly, boldly loving people in your life. God bless you. We'll see you. Let us love, love is patient, love is kind. One, two, three, four. Let us love, love is patient, love is kind. One another, it does not end. Let us love, one another, it is not self-seeking. Let us love, one another. This day, let us love one another. Let us love one another. Let us love one another. This day. That the world might see That the world might believe That the world might be saved By this By this love Let's sing together now
Self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps nothing better. 